what makes me feel better is when you comments. guys comment yeah. and just tell like you tell me like the little bits you liked about the video, yeah. the little bits you noticed, like the details the, the I put in. The funniest bit of the video you the funniest bit of the video, yeah. like that's when I'm like, it was worth it. Hello everyone, welcome back to G Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. I'm Georgia. I'm Lily. And today we're talking about us. We're talking about <laughs> creators. We're talking about everything. We're going to go on a little tangent and talk about our job and all the little like behind the scenes things that you kind of don't really think about growing up online, how the algorithms change, how the communities have changed. Yeah. So we're going to get into the little nitty gritties of what it's like growing up in social media. Mm. So we briefly spoke about kind of this topic on Gee Thanks for Our Letters from the Past, which was about three weeks ago. We put out a poll on that episode to see if you guys wanted to hear more about social media and the large majority of you said yes. So we thought we'd bring out another episode for you guys because we're just here to please you. So social media obviously has its ups and downs, doesn't it, George? There's it does. positives and negatives to using it and working as creators. Uh, so why don't we first list off some positives? i love how we both paused and looked at each other honestly there is too many to count the positives Mm. uh you get free shit all the time (laughs) um and i don't mean to say that in a boastful way you just one of the benefits of being a creator is you get some pr stuff brands want to just send you things we still don't know why yes um it's very generous and Uh, we're so appreciative of it what's one of your favorite like brands that have sent you something I once got a little picnic basket from Disney for their new Enchanted, like to promote their new Enchanted movie on Disney Plus. And it had cheese knives and like a little lemonade and like fruit crackers and stuff in it. And I was like, that's a PR package if I ever did see one. That is so up your alley. I love getting PR packages from small companies, like small businesses. Like the amount of like eco-friendly stuff I've gotten. And it's personal. Yeah. And Mm. they always write a little love letter that's just so sweet. Hi, Lily. Like we love your stuff, which is always so lovely. I used to get PR from Remedy Kombucha and they would send me like dozens of kombuchas like That's right. Oh my then, god, I remember that. And then they just that. stopped sending it to me. Like Probably I love Probably cuz you stopped talking about it. No, no, no. I posted every single package they sent me. Okay. Because I loved it so much. But one time they sent me like six bottles, like huge liter <laughs> bottles of the one flavor I don't like. Oh. I didn't know it was like ginger. I don't like ginger. Okay. And she so I gave it's it to friends. Spicy. It's just too spicy. <laughs> Ginger's so spicy for me. Um, um, what yeah, are some other positives? Well, I guess for me recently, I've only really kind of, I guess, gotten big enough to do big things like this recently. Brand trips yeah. are really cool. I went to Fiji with Unleashed Grad Trips. Best experience I've ever had as an influencer was that trip. Like, didn't you say that? Like, on a little negative note, didn't you say that you felt a little bit judged being an influencer? I did there? feel judged, but yeah. that wasn't the brand's fault. Yeah, that was, was the kids' fault because it was a schoolies trip. Kids, if they didn't know me and they didn't listen to my stuff or watch my stuff, it was like, oh, it's the influencers. They like, think they they're think they're really so cool. cool. Yeah. Um, Which, to be honest, you are so right. There are definitely influencers out there who do think their poo doesn't stink. And I think that they give us a bad rap. Yeah. The influencers who are really trying to do good stuff and be different and not just be a pretty face online. Not all influencers go on a grad trip and pull out a tripod and sit on the beach and yeah, film content. And That's not what most influencers do. Okay, we're, we're I just went as snorkeling. I went, I went scuba diving. I went kayaking. I wasn't just taking photos of myself the whole day. We're not. We're just as insecure about doing our job. Yeah, you know, for as, sure. So don't make us feel bad, like worse 
nervous about sometimes, it. Sometimes, like, I get Blues. comments, like, I'll be filming in public, like, vlogging in public, and then, like, I'll say, like, oh, I'm putting the camera down, like, someone's coming. And then people in the comments are like, I don't know why Lily gets so embarrassed about vlogging in public. Because people like, look at you yeah. like you're breaking the law or yeah. something, or they look at you like you think you're better than everyone else because you yeah. own a camera that is definitely very, like, it's affordable. It's just a yeah. little G7X. Or yeah. Sometimes just your phone. Yeah. Like it's not like we're, we've got our Rolex on our wrist. Exactly. And, and yeah. a freaking Lamborghini. Like we're just filming I just ourselves. feel embarrassed because I know that like I'm inconveniencing everyone else around me by filming myself. No, you're not. That's how I feel, that's, I guess. That's imposter syndrome, babe. I know. That is, that is you I, thinking I just that get you're so in the way. I anxious about it. I don't know. Anyway, something else that po- is positive about our job is probably – all of you guys, obviously, the amazing opportunities we get, especially through this Spotify podcast. We just did a Spotify tour and I can't believe I'm saying that. Like the fact that Spotify wanted to do a tour with us. We are the first Spotify podcast to do a tour yeah. in, the world, in the world, which I didn't want to boast about. But I mean, like, come on, that's really that's cool. That's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big deal. And like, we're really happy about that. I'm really proud of ourselves. Not on horn, but. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And meeting all of you guys was really cool because it's really nice to put faces to the numbers. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's really hard to kind of be like, oh, that photo only got, you know, this amount of likes instead of the usual amount I get. And But then when you see you guys and where you guys are like, I love your podcast and stuff, it's it's that's a big positive is you yeah. guys and seeing you guys and meeting you guys out in public and stuff. I also think a positive is just – being able to pick our own hours, but mm-hmm. it's also a negative because sometimes yeah. we are so bad at being strict with ourselves. Honestly, this job is the best job in the world and I would not change it for anything. And I wouldn't like, there is not a day that I don't wake up feeling so grateful for this job. So now that we've said that, let's get into a few <laughs> negatives. Because uh, it's probably more spicy and because interesting it's a bit to talk spicy, about. But please know that we are listing these things not to be petty, but just to be human because everyone has little things in their job that isn't so fun or that they don't like. Yeah. Doesn't matter how yeah. awesome your job is. My yeah. first negative is that you have to give your whole self. For someone who like vlogs and I guess is more of a lifestyle creator uh, yeah. you're a comedian so you just do like comedy sketches I mean, and stuff. wow that's a really strong word but thank you sorry just giving you the credit you so deserve yeah for me i feel pressured to film everything and if i don't like if we go shopping and i don't film it for tiktok i'm like oh, i should have done that like yeah. that could have got, got views that could have made content yeah if we're like going out and eating something i'm like oh i should have done a what i eat at this like restaurant like video yeah it feels like you don't know what's gonna be your life mm. and enjoyable and social things are like and, and you, what's work. You're like well, how do i separate it yeah it's hard to separate and i think something else is that you're constantly working yeah i'm never switched off work like I even when i'm laying in bed i'm looking at tiktoks i'm like that's a good tiktok idea i should do that yeah i'm still in that work mindset yeah. i may be laying in bed and yeah. on tiktok like everyone else but my mind is still at work I also think what people don't understand a lot of the time is like when you see a TikTok, you just see a TikTok. Or when you see a real, you see a real, you actually don't see like the work that was put into Mm. it. And sometimes it can take hours, a long time to just edit a TikTok vlog. Hours. And even though it just looks like we're on our phone, just like being so antisocial. And that's Mm. honestly another thing I really hate about this job is feeling the pressure to like, I've got to post a story about this. Mm. I'm having dinner with friends. I've got to make sure people know. Mm. A lot of the time, I think a lot of people have noticed, I don't usually post when I go out for Neither like do a social event or like someone's I'm birthday or like something. Because about last night and then I post everything yeah. I took because I don't want to be on my phone. Like, But I also just, stuff. I just don't think 
honestly, and this is going to sound so mean, I don't really care. If I see a story and someone's had some oysters for dinner, I'm kind of like, okay. Sick. Sick. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I'm sorry. If I kind of don't really care sometimes, I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to be mean. There's times where I definitely, I'm like, oh, that's really, that's a beautiful photo of them. But if I don't really, you know, if I don't really care if if someone's had some oysters for dinner, I don't think people are really going to care if I've had oysters for dinner. But like, there's this weird pressure that I feel like when I see that Everyone feels it. When I see that little plus sign on my story, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing my job properly. I haven't posted anything today. People want to know what I'm up to. People don't care that much. I really don't think people that care. But then I lose 100 followers if I haven't posted in yeah. like a week. So it's so it's so conflicting because I'm like, I have to keep posting so people remember me, people who remember who I am. Because new followers, if you post and you get a bunch of new followers from this post and then you don't post for a week, they forget who you are and then they unfollow you when yeah. you post again. Yeah. But if you keep posting during that, they, they remember you and they start to get to know you and they stay. Yes. And you're constantly gaining new followers, but you're also constantly losing followers. And people you, don't people don't understand that. Like yeah. influencers, like co- every day, really hate that word. I've done like a post about that word. I don't like the word influencer. I believe that word should be genuinely for people that are good influence to people's lives. Mm. And it's so broadly used now. That term is so broadly used. It's literally chucked and stuck on anyone who's got a platform. Not everyone's an influencer. Please don't get confused between an influencer, someone who's influencing genuine, good, positive things in your life. And someone who's just got a platform and a pretty yeah. face. Like, I honestly, w- as tough as that sounds, that's No, just, I agree. You know? I want to just show everyone, we have this thing called insights on our page that you guys don't have because your page is like you guys like a, don't have. Well, like, no, yeah, unless your page is like a business account. Yeah. Basically, we have analytics and we can see. So... I have this page where it says followers and unfollows. So yeah. on Monday, January 14, I gained 71 followers, but I also lost 54. Mm. So I only gained 17. And it's weird because and this only so seems weird. to happen on Instagram. TikTok, yeah. my account is constantly just going up. YouTube's just going up. I don't really ever experience like a little down. It's mm. just kind of always like... Slowly up. but steadily going up. it's just up. confusing Instagram as a creator. Like, dum, yeah. Dum, dum, dum. As a creator, it's just like there's so – every day I lose about 50 yeah. followers but I gain a bit more. Yeah. But it's like where are these 50 followers coming from? Like why are you leaving? Yeah, <laughs> like, I always question I, myself. I'm always like – I take it so personally. I'm like, why did you leave? <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, was sometimes it, what, I what did I post? Get, yeah, sometimes I do get down about it. I'm like, what did I post to make them not like my content anymore? And I, I do sometimes like think about it. I'm like, yeah. was it the was pumpkin knocky? Like, did they not approve of it? Was it like was it, my was it the way toast? that I fed my bird a bit of banana? Do they not agree with like? So mm. it's just yeah. Mm. No, I agree. So I just picked like one random day in January, and this is what it said. So in these analytics, we can see gender, we can see countries, cities that you guys are from, age range, and all that jazz. Like it's we can see everything yeah. and. Unfortunately, when I look at this, I really try not to look at my analytics because oh, I, I do it. get sad about yeah. it. Uh, but often my manager's like, hey, can you send me your updated analytics? Because when your followers go up, your price also goes up. You know, yeah, your like rate, how much you you're worth. charge a brand deal for. Yeah. So I often your have to worth. look at it. Yeah, I often have to look at it to send it to her. And it really does bring me down. Like it hurts. I mean, I, yeah, I agree with the Instagram analytics. YouTube, not so much. YouTube's like, oh, had a good week I this agree, week. yeah. Like, views went up a bit obviously we have our little down days but it's not so much losing subscribers it's more just like views might not have been amazing this week 
But that's something we just expect mm. on YouTube because it's YouTube. And honestly, something I've learned recently is that this is a bit of tea on Instagram. This is the truth. If you post a static photo, that only gets shown to four out of a thousand followers you have. That is crazy. So it's only Why? being organically pushed on four people out of a thousand. That's so if you have 20,000 followers, that's... Yeah. I don't Can't know. Can't do math, Can't but that's not math. many people. It's not many people. <laughs> so if you're following someone and you can see that they're not kind of like getting as many likes as they used to on their static posts, it's really not their fault. Mm. And I think a lot of creators out there can like, I felt better when someone told me that. Cause I was like, okay, so it's not me. It's Instagram. It's the, sorry. It's not me. It's the algorithm. I constantly feel like the algorithms are working against us as creators. Like it's just an uphill battle to get likes or to it get is. noticed. And, but then there's people like Anna Paul who can just pop out of, out of nowhere and, and constantly get likes and yeah. appreciation. And it's just like, hi, I'm still but trying. I think what like, people, yeah, I think what people don't understand about Anna is that she, because she travels so often, mm. her phone, like your phone knows where you are in the mm. world. Mm. Her phone knows where she is. So say mm. if she's in Dubai and she posts a TikTok, that TikTok is it's pushed out to going Dubai. to push out to people in Dubai. Mm. And because when you're in a new country, you start receiving the content that people around there yeah, are receiving. Yeah. So when I was in Singapore, I was seeing a lot of Singapore content i was seeing a lot of content from singapore yeah that's the same um, as when i went to fiji the yeah. amount of fiji tiktoks i was seeing yeah there was an election going on at the time and i was seeing like vote for this yeah. person in fiji it was so really cool. sh- either she's done this purposely and she knows about this she about, just has a lot of about, money <laughs> it's called about the geotag or whatever she knows about it or she just did it accidentally because it's really smart she is going to different countries posting tiktoks in different countries and it's reaching the audience in those countries and that's something you just can't do, like, yeah. with a hack. Getting that's a bigger just, following. yeah. Yeah, because we so, have, like, we both have quite a large UK following. That's kind of, like, our next yeah. uh, biggest demographic besides Australia. But that all came from YouTube yeah. and organically. And when I went to the UK, I actually gained quite a few more UK followers yeah, because it was you were in pushed the UK. out. Yeah. But it's actually very hard for them to see my content because yeah. I post it in Australian time. Yeah. So they don't see it. And often I get comments like, oh, my God, you're posting your YouTube video at 4 a.m. UK time. I'm going to wake yeah. up for it or something yeah. but yeah it's 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 so hard like there is a lot more to this job that people I guess don't see on the backside yes. and that we even have only kind of just learned about and also like I don't know if, like say when you check your subscription feed on YouTube you know a video might be kind of five videos down and usually people check their subscription feed and they might only scroll one or two yeah. so if you've uploaded a video but so has 17 other people in mm. their subscription box if you upload at like when they're asleep, your video is down in the subscription box. So it's not right up there. It's also if it's not trending, like if people aren't clicking on it, like if the clicks start to drop down a little bit. It's the same as TikTok. Your video will not be pushed on the recommended page. Mm. It's all that. Like there's a lot of kind of science behind why people go Go big. It's also, I think what people also don't understand, here's some tea, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, they like manually – will select content to push mm. randomly. Yeah. So say, I'm not saying this is the truth, but say Anna, one of Anna's videos could have just been pushed randomly to mm. and because TikTok do it all the time to just like see how does this go? Like let's just yeah. push this random video, see how it goes. Mm. And then they'll see how that goes and go, okay, well this got a few views. Like, she, you know, she's doing all the things right, meeting all the criteria. Let's push another video. And then mm. a lot of the time it's actually the people behind all the like – the, the screens, all yeah. the analytics who are 
kind of more controlling it. They have more control over what you see than we do, to be yeah. honest. And it's hard because like, I remember there was a period of time my TikToks were just flopping. Like, mm. and I couldn't understand why I was, and I was putting so much effort into it, trying to get it back up. And then I post a freaking like corn talk when that was viral. And of course yeah. that gets a million views. And then all my vlogs and stuff get, you know, 10K. And then I posted a pack with me for Fiji. It got, it got a sensitivity warning. Why? Because I was probably, I had like lounge shorts on and I reached up to get my suitcase from the top shelf and you could see my shorts and they're like short because they're lounge shorts. That's all I can think oh, that's a sensitivity warning. sensitive, Lily. I know. There's how children how insensitive of me. Children. I know. Little it was children. a pack with me. Yeah, like okay. unless you saw a bra in the suitcase or something. Like, but that's TikTok still a piece so, of clothing. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like as creators often – the algorithm and the apps itself are working against us. Also, if you comment on a TikTok, um, here's another little inside. If you comment on a TikTok with a swear word in it or a sensitive word, something, you know, that's, I don't know, you're it's not deleted. supposed to say, it will show you that you've commented back to someone or you've commented it, but it will not come up on mm. anyone else's phone. No, it's so deleted. it's shadowed. Like it's there for you. But lol, it's actually not there. Yeah. And that's kind of a really smart way of TikTok being like, well, just make them think that they've, you know, rebuttaled, <laughs> that they've made rebuttaled their point. this. They've made their point. But yeah. they're really like, it's not there. <laughs> Which so is good. Yeah. if your TikTok, if you think that your comment was going to get heaps of likes, and then you look back and say, like, no one's liked it or replied to it. It's probably just not there for anyone else. I think that a lot of people like, yeah, they want to know the little nitty gritties and stuff. I think we got into that. But I think also a lot of people want to know how we make videos. Mm. We make very different videos. Yeah. At least for me, I will come up with an idea and usually people often ask me, how do you come up with ideas? The same as everybody mm. comes up with ideas. It just Happens comes to you life. or something will happen in front of me or I'll witness something and I will quite literally get my phone up, write it in notes. Mm. Sometimes I'll go back to my notes and it will say something like, taco fish and i'll be like yeah like, what does that mean i, <laughs> I do the same yeah. yeah like i just but a lot of the time that's how an idea pops and then yeah. later i'll go back to my notes read through those little dot points and go okay what can i write about this how can i flesh it out and then i will write a script sometimes the scripting takes an hour sometimes it can take five mm. hours especially if it's a skit if you've ever seen some of my videos that have like six different characters and it's green oh screen or like so long. it take I don't think people the feeling in general eight hours it yeah. took me to make that COVID in 2042 or something yeah that was just the filming it took me eight, eight hours. hours to film and it was it. in our like kitchen so like we couldn't use the kitchen for eight hours George was like piss off I'm yeah. using the kitchen <laughs> so I like people often ask me why don't you do skits so much anymore like I want to do them trust me they just, just take so forever. long and it is such a bummer when they don't perform well because that yeah. is so much of my time and energy and love put into mm. it. And then when it doesn't receive well or, or you or some of you don't even see it, it, it yeah. hurts. It hurts so oh, much. God, yeah. and, and I mean, yeah. I'm the same. Like I, I guess my video ideas, they're often not, I guess, ideas. It's kind of, again, I'm a lifestyle vlogger, so it's just what's happening in my life. Uh, but all of my Tassie vlogs and my road trip vlogs, my van vlogs, I love them. And I put so much heart into mm -hmm. all of the editing. But people would rather watch you clean out People your would rather watch me clean out my freaking cupboard. <laughs> and it's honestly really upsetting, guys. <laughs> it's because maybe the hashtags you've put on the video kind of are reaching more people. Mm -hmm. So like maybe more it's people. More, it's not as niche, I guess. It's not as niche. Yeah. But van life was, you know, huge at one point. But anyway, yeah. Often as a creator, it's hard because the videos you love and you put hours, like 12 hours into editing. 
flop. But at the same time, we want to be positive about mm. it. I What makes me feel better, say if it doesn't get as many views as I was hoping, what makes me feel better is yeah, when you comments. guys comment yeah. and just tell, like you tell me like the little bits you liked about the video, yeah. the little bits you noticed, like the details the, the I put in. The funniest bit of the video you The loved. funniest bit of the video, yeah. like that's when I'm like, it was worth it. I'm you the know same. What? Yeah. Because or like I loved that montage bit, Lily. Like you and Jake, like just like or, or they say, I can see how much effort you put yes. into this. I'm like, thank you. Even if it's like only ten people, I'm like, those I ten read people, all the I comments. love you yeah. and I appreciate you. And I read all the comments, yeah, especially so on I. those videos where it I may take put, me a couple of days. Like I don't always respond yeah. when I've posted it because sometimes I post it and then I leave like the house or something. But I always, I always come back and I read them and I comment and I comment back. I will say I try to read all the comments. Yeah. I don't read all the comments, but especially if it's a video that you can tell that this like this is taken hours even if it's seven minutes sometimes that video has taken five days to put together like hours and hours if you can tell it's one of those ones I am probably reading every comment because I really really care about it (laughs) yeah We love all of you and we appreciate all of you so much. And again, we're so grateful for this job. It is amazing. But um, just like any job, it has its ups and downs. And we thought it'd be really interesting to tell you a bit of the behind the scenes, the analytics and all that stuff. And I think this was a really cool conversation to have. It really was. And please remember, if you've taken anything from this, I know we kind of like briefly went over it at the start, but please go through your following, go through your subscriptions, go through your podcast and unfollow the people that don't serve you any purpose. Mm. Like, please remember the difference between an influencer. Is this person influencing anything positive in my life? Does this person make me feel good? Is their content doing something for me? Or is this just essentially a pretty face that I'm a little bit jealous of? Yeah, that's a great note. Might be harsh, but genuinely... It's true. No, I used to do the exact same thing. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. And bye. Bye. G-Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow Follow and listen listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.